0: Hey, innovators, welcome to the Innovation Leaders Club podcast. The content in this podcast comes from an excerpt from our academy. Are you wondering about how to consistently innovate? Essentially, your organization should plan recurrent innovation cycles to set a pace for conducting proactive innovation activities to constantly innovate. This podcast covers two key subjects to respond to this question. First, define the appropriate innovation cycle for your organization to have sustained efforts on innovation activities, and second, change the innovation cycle ownership to better reflect the function mostly solicited during a specific phase. What is the Innovation Leaders Club Academy? The Academy aims to share for free the content of the discussions the Innovation Leaders Club members have during their venues in North America and Europe. There are five key components in innovation management, the innovation strategy, the front end of innovation, portfolio management of innovative projects, development of the innovation, and the innovation launch. The innovation cycle applies to all components of an innovation management system. It is highly recommended to implement an innovation cycle prior to optimizing the innovation management system since it regulates the pace of innovation. Pre-planned, annual or semi-annual innovation project portfolio reviews are what set this tempo. Organizations plan their innovation development using a cycle involving, first, the planning cycle, second, execution throughout the year, finally, the post-budget cycle to present results. Similar to the budget, the innovation should have a clear cycle. Let's discuss an example of a typical innovation cycle. An innovation cycle is usually named after its launch year. At the beginning of an innovation cycle, there should be a revision of the innovation strategy to confirm the strategic arenas. It's the yearly moment to evaluate if a current strategic arena should be removed or if a new one should be activated. Let's say, for example, the innovation strategy is revisited in March every year. Hence, there are two critical dates in the innovation cycle. It is recommended for launch date to be fixed as a way to motivate the team. Many club members align their launch with a trade show or a good time for their customers during the year. For instance, building material companies in North America usually launch their innovations in winter because contractors are less busy. Other club members selling consumer product goods Prefer to launch during the back-to-school season or before Christmas. The idea is to group innovation launches in order to create an impact on the market as well as economies of scale related to launch efforts. As an example, the launch is scheduled for November. Other important dates relate to portfolio management. It is usually aligned with the yearly budget planning period for two reasons. First. Budget planning is a rigorous process that happens every year at about the same time. And second, because budget and resource requirements are presented along with the project proposal during the portfolio management, so when projects are selected, the required R&D budget is pretty much defined. The output of the portfolio management becomes the input for the budget planning. In other words, The portfolio management sets the innovation cycle's tempo as the front end of innovation needs to be completed to present its results at the portfolio review and the development is initiated afterward. Some organizations prefer to align their portfolio review with the launch. Both approaches are relevant. What makes innovation difficult is when innovation cycles take place simultaneously. At some point, these overlaps occur. Some club members solved this issue by having one team working on a launch year and another team working every other year. Other club members have dedicated resources to the front end of innovation and others to development so that their teams can focus on specific tasks and become experts in their field. Going further, some club members have designed their innovation cycle around the stage gate process. This is mostly found in organizations where the stage gate process is an already established legacy process, and they have managed to modernize it over the years, but it is still at the core of their innovation system. In this case, the first two gates fall under the front end of innovation, with gate two being the portfolio review. Companies currently implementing the stage gate process don't necessarily include the front end of innovation here. Instead, it starts after the project portfolio review, thus gate 2. When using the stage gate process to design the innovation cycle, it is important to take note that it isn't different from other available representations. The innovation cycles will take place simultaneously. The challenge remains in dedicating resources to work on the next front end of innovation cycle while having a part of the team developing testing, or even launching innovations. It is usually during these last phases that the teams get very busy and neglect the next cycle. The front end of innovation is always recognized as important within an organization. However, it rarely makes it to the urgent level, except if you've indicated specific dates within your innovation cycle. If you like this content, you can watch the full version with animation by accessing it on YouTube. Simply search the exact title of this podcast to find out more. Also, if you don't want to miss a podcast, subscribe now and get notifications for real and practical innovation management practices coming directly from club members. In order to maintain a proactive innovation, it is vital to determine who owns the innovation cycle and who can own any changes during the cycle. There are two examples from club members. The first example comes from a club member, Cascades. Cascades has four different offerings. First, the packaging, which offers solutions to protect, wrap, or call attention to products with eco-designed solutions. Second, hygiene and tissue solutions, which are designed for residential, commercial, or professional needs. Third, Fiber-based materials, where recycled papers consist of high-quality container board, chipboard, and tissue paper that can be converted into packaging and hygiene solutions. And finally, recycling solutions, where the focus is material recovery to help their customers and the planet. Since its inception, Cascades has developed an innovative business and has always been focused on sustainability development by supplying its raw materials from its own recycling plant. Cascades was well aware that managing simultaneous innovation cycles would be difficult, and so they were looking to change the innovation cycle ownership based on its phase. The goal was to clarify who was leading at every stage. It was therefore decided that the project manager would lead the innovation cycle up to the portfolio review, which included First, revisiting the innovation strategy. Next, performing the front end of innovation activities to prepare the concept proposal. And finally, leading the portfolio review. Then leadership was transferred to the development team leader who managed the development phase. Finally, the project manager took back the lead for the launch. In this approach, it's not because the product manager is leading the front end of innovation activities that the development team isn't involved. The same applies during development – it's not because the product manager isn't leading that they aren't involved. The team might remain the same along the entire innovation cycle, but the leader may change, depending on the main expertise required for each phase. Most importantly, it allows the product manager to perform the front end of innovation activities of the next cycle during the development phase, and so changing the leadership during the innovation cycle is a way to free up resources while still being able to focus on the next simultaneous cycle. What needs to be understood is that it's possible to change the owner during an innovation cycle. However, the ownership has to be clear at all times. Having two owners is not recommended. Another club member example is from Lavo a manufacturer of laundry detergent, bleach, and cleaners under the brands La Parisienne, Old Dutch, Arctic Power, Comet, and Hertel, to name a few. Lavo has a manufacturing plant for the plastic bottles they produce. Evidently, they compete with very large companies such as Procter & Gamble, Henkel, and many others, and they mainly distribute their products in North America. Interestingly enough, in Lavo's case, they need to present their innovations to their clients in order to get them on the shelves. These presentations occur from August to October, so they use this opportunity to meet their clients to conduct the next cycle's innovation activities and be better prepared for next year's presentations. On average, there are six months between the client presentation and products showing up on the shelves. In short, LAVO ended up maximizing the time spent with their client by tackling innovation activities from two cycles at one time. This is what we call being proactive in innovation management. Another example from LAVO is the leadership change during the various stages of the process. During the innovation strategy, revisions are the responsibility of the marketing director. When getting to the front end of innovation, the leadership is transferred to the innovation chief, a senior product manager mostly dedicated to the front end of innovation. Thereafter, the marketing director takes back the leadership for the project portfolio review. Then the R&D director takes the lead for the development, validation, and industrialization. And finally, the leadership of the launch is transferred to the sales team. Many club members separate tactical marketing tasks, such as communication, event planning, promotional ads, and so on, from strategic marketing tasks, such as product management, market intelligence, and other innovation activities. It is another way to assign someone to the front end of innovation activities and better develop that expertise. The same rationale applies to assigning people to the launch phase as launching a product becomes more complex and often uses various platforms such as shows, social media, and the web. Having someone dedicated to launches might ease the recruitment process by focusing on the strength of their communication capability rather than getting a good all-around player. As a reminder, if you like this content, you can watch the full version with animation by accessing YouTube. Search the exact title of this podcast to find out more.